If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to transform your spirit of adventure into real-life adventure. Don't worry, the Nissan Rogue has your back. Platt's exclusive Google built-in is your always-updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Just climb in and go. No need to connect your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the new 2024 Nissan Rogue. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada can elevate your adventure. Get in a Nissan SUV and go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Doors take us to summers away. Or winter adventures. And afternoon getaways. Your dedicated Fidelity Advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Because doors were meant to be opened. Visit fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimum supply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. The Volume. Welcome, welcome back. We just had my guy, Mitch Eisenstein, on last episode. But this week, we got one of my favorite teammates, George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in the National Football League, in my opinion, the best, in Tony Gonzalez's opinion, the best. Here he is, George Kittle. Appreciate you joining me, brother. Goodness. Wow. Richard Sherman, everybody. And he has the GOAT shirt on because he's the GOAT. This is a very soft shirt. Actually, I wore this because it's you and I like you a lot. I I love you too. So, Jorge, you got out of another camp? I did. How you feeling? I'm great. Well, first, Rich, I just want to say it is Joe Stanley's birthday today. What? Yeah. So oh, I got to text him. I know. Another goat. One of one. Joe Staley. Happy birthday. One of uh, one. Got out of training camp. Healthy. Feel phenomenal. Running around. Feeling fast. Feeling strong. Yes. Good training camp. You know, it's nice when you get to go against a defense like ours every single day. Because if you don't try to get a little bit better, they're just going to fucking make you look like not really good. Sorry for right. the words. It's in the morning. Right. But uh, so going against that every single day has been awesome. Um, definitely challenging, but I think that's really good for us because it's not going to get any easier. No, it's not. No. But it's not going to get any harder either. Like it's not going to get harder than that. That's the point. Yeah. Like so the only thing that's going to be harder is getting actually tackled. But Fred does that sometimes anyway. So it is right, great. right, right, right. And I would guess Greenlaw. You know, and the guys he taught Greenlaw and Z's. They don't seem to have governors on them either. So no, you know. no that's our linebacking core. Everybody loves them. Right, right, right. <laughs> and by love them, you you know what I mean they hate them with every bit of their fiber because they're got to go against them and i would too they're going to be it's going to be hard pressed to keep all them together um this is probably the last year where that's going to happen so we got to uh, take advantage of that don't gotta, we got to take advantage and the way you take advantage of it is keeping jimmy g like oh. they did bah! Like, anyway sure i love you know, it you know that's i'm working on it like you know what you're doing or something man uh, almost so how are you feeling about that because i know how i feel and i know the stupidity that i hear on the outside and how much sense it makes on the inside and like i'm like for the guys in the locker room and the guys that that know i'm and love them this is awesome how you feeling about it 
Oh, I mean, I'm happy. Uh, I think Jimmy G just, like you said, everybody loves him in the locker room. There's no bad blood anywhere. We all respect Jimmy. We all, we all respect him as a leader. We respect him as a quarterback. Him being in that room with, you know, Trey Lance and Coach Shanahan, our office coordinators, like, I think that's going to be very beneficial for Trey. And, and while Trey's in the driver's seat and Trey gets to play quarterback, he has Jimmy G who knows how to win games and he can learn a lot from him. So, you know, I, I hope that that's how Trey takes us and, like, he just continues to play his game um, because – Trey's a really good quarterback. He just needs a lot of reps, and once and those reps are coming, and he's going to get a lot better, and he's going to continue to get better. And I think with a guy like Jimmy behind him, I think that will continue to push Trey to want to be better as well. So I think I think it's really good for our team. And grand scheme of things, you know, having a having a QB like that that you can plug in if some like worst case scenario happens, hey, you know you know what you're going to get with Jimmy, and like you said, the whole locker room respects him. It couldn't be a better situation for the 49ers. You know, obviously they made the decision last year when they drafted Trey. Everybody knew this was an inevitability. And I think even Jimmy does. And it just speaks to who he is as a person. And, you know, his team, teammate self. And he has not complained one bit. He has not said a bad word about anybody. He has not done anything but go about his business like a pro, like he always has. And I think you're right. I think it's going to be freaking amazing to just have that that leadership, that experience, and people are like, oh, it's going to put so much pressure on Trey. Like, no, it's not. Kyle already named him the starter. There's no confusion. Everybody on a championship team understands their role, and they play it well. And I think that's the same with this situation. Like, he's going to know his role. He's going to know what he's what he's got to do. And he's gets, he gets to stay in the locker room with his boys and likely win a dang Super Bowl. And he deserves a dang ring. You know, it would be weird if y'all went and won a Super Bowl and Jimmy G didn't get a ring. That'd be true. That, that is true. No, I agree with you. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of positives that come out of this. Like I said, like Jimmy, he's a known winner. And like that's what he's best at. He wins games. Like that's what he does. And so, and he has that, I don't know, you you're you're not in the huddle with him, but like you kind of sense like he's got this intensity to him. And so, like, there's just there's aspects of football that aren't just X's and O's, and they're not just throwing the football that Trey's gonna learn from Jimmy, like just how to carry yourself, how to do certain things. And Trey does a good job at that. Just Jimmy's been doing it longer, so he's just gonna learn a lot of things from him. So I like I'm right. excited for it. It, it gives you more peace. At least you you sleep better at night as a team, just knowing that you continue to have that. If you're not one disaster away from the season being over, you know, and every other team is one disaster away from the season. One quarterback injury away from their season being like, wrap it up. Like, it's not going to happen this year for you. And that's an anxiety that you guys don't have to deal with. <laughs> that, like, to stress. Oh, dude. Isn't it crazy that no one really realizes that? Just You're just one thing away from just like, well, there goes that was six months of working out in OTAs that I'm really glad I put into. Right. Like I put in all this work and we got all these guys. You got the most talented roster. You got freaking top five at all these positions. And one injury can send all that home. Like, yep, good job, guys. Isn't football the best? It is the best and the worst at the same time. Oh my goodness. So I miss you. I miss you as a teammate. I miss you as a friend. You know, I miss being in the locker room, but I learned so much from the Kidler, you know. Okay, okay, that's cheating. You put it into the camera. You can't do that. You got to keep it low. It's below my waist, dude. <laughs> I know, man. Sure. There's nothing like you in the locker room, man. Seeing you on Thursday Night Football was an absolute blast. Yeah, I, I had so much fun seeing you guys at Camp High. Oh, my gosh. It wasn't our best game, but the good news is, we still had fun out there, and I got to see you, dude. You have quite the you have quite the group that you get to talk with every single week. Right, right, right. I got I got one of the goats at tight end, you know, and Fitz Magic. Oh, holy cow, dude! You've got a squad up there. Yeah, man. I just, not like you guys' squad, but speaking of tight ends, like who who right now is top three outside of Jorge Kittle? 
Oh wow! At the tight end spot. Let's see. I'll give you my. I'll give you my favorite that I love to watch on film. I mean, I think Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and Waller are doing things incredible. They have been. I think one of my most underrated guys, Dallas Goddard with Philly. Ooh. I don't think he gets any credit. He's phenomenal. He's really good in the run game, and I think he's really, really good in the pass game. He's got a great feel for it. Um, and I know that uh, his QB really likes him, so he's going to get a lot of passes, especially now that they have two wide receivers on the outside that can really ball. Right, He's going to eat in that middle. Um, him, Hawkinson's going to have a great year with Detroit. My guy Bobby Tunyon's back with Green Bay, and you know, after scoring 12 touchdowns <laughs> and then not getting a lot of love. So somehow I'm Mr. Pro Bowl with 10 touchdowns, but, you know, I'm, I'm uh, over it. I'm not upset about it anymore. But I'm upset. I know. I'm still upset, but it is what it is. No, but I think those are guys like just on my radar that I see right now um, that are just you're, you're going to see them. Like, you're going to get hear about them in fantasy and all that stuff. But I mean, Goddard's one of he's he's got a chance. Oh, and then you can't. Hey, Kyle Pitts is going to have a great year regardless. Right. They're going to throw the heck out of the ball to him. He'll probably have like 80 plus catches and over a thousand yards. So I'm looking forward no to watching. No question. I felt I felt you know, who I felt awful for at the tight end spot. Who's a pretty good player is Jacecki. I felt awful for him. I felt awful. He got Embo. He got Embo, but he don't block. And you not blocking and having Embo is conflict. It's going to be conflict of interest. Like, you got to block. You got to be involved in the run game. If you're not, then you go hear I trade rumors. I, that is. That's Embo's number one thing. You're going to hit the sled before practice, and you're going to hit You're going to hit Nick Bosa during practice, and you're just going to keep blocking until you until you can't anymore. Right. I don't know. Dude, Jacecki, I mean, you, you see all the stuff he does, like, in routes. Like, he's literally he's – a, he's a massive wide receiver. He's got great hands. He gets separation. He catches the ball, good routes. Is blocking a strong suit? No. So I really hope that they find a way to utilize his talents because they did franchise tag him. They're paying him money, and he is a good player. Right. Is he going right. to be the tip of the spear and run outside zone every single play? No. It is what it is. Like, there's guys – like, there's plenty of guys in the league that don't do that and still are successful. So, like, they – hopefully – it's tough, especially with my 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 guy John Embry down there. <laughs> he wants to see block gap scheme, and he wants to see block outside zone. You know what? It's okay. Like, uh, I hope they find a way to use just second. They don't just keep throwing them out in front because uh, it is like certain people do certain things really well. And it right, is- and he does it really well. He he's a problem in the pass game, no question. It's just crazy, man. It's crazy league we're in right now. But how do you feel about your spot on top one hundred? That's the important stuff because you didn't get the damn Pro Bowl. But sorry, I mean, but but the top one hundred, you got some respect. But was it? You know, I felt like it could have been higher. But who am I? Just always some hating going on. You know, for me, I just appreciate being on the list because I do feel like I'm definitely in the top one hundred of football players in the NFL. I think my film, um, you know, shows that. The ones I'm upset about, I don't know how Trent Williams isn't one, two, or maybe three like that. You just watch his tape. He physically dominates people every single play. He mentally outsmarts people every single play. If he gets his hands on you, you're going to get blocked. He doesn't get penalties. He's efficient. He gets put in motion. Like He does all these things that no one else can even dream of doing because of his talent level. Right. And he's a 14th best player. And, like, look, you're in the top 10. Like, all those guys deserve to be in the top. They're all fantastic football players. Right. But, like, you got – like, this is Aaron Donald and Trip Williams are my one, two. Right. Like then I think that's it. And then you got Tom Brady, you got Aaron Rodgers, you got Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, you got those quarterbacks are really special. Cooper Cup was incredible. Devontae Adams was incredible. But like no one does what Trent Williams does. Every single play. And you're next to him a lot of those plays. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. 
like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma. Delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style, the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. What does it take to run a small business? Heart, smarts, and the nerve to risk it all in the face of adversity. Listen to The Unshakables, the new podcast now available from Chase for Business and iHeart. It features real stories from real small business owners who take you through the turmoil, triumphs, and quick turns that help their businesses break through. Learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Copyright 2024. J.P. Morgan Chase and Company. How crazy is? What is some of the craziest stuff you've seen? Because you see different than you know. A lot of people don't see the dirty work that goes on down there. I mean, they see you pancaking people as a tight end who's not over 270 pounds, which is crazy in itself. But tell me about it. Well, like this is when we first got Trent. Teams went straight to six down fronts against us, so me and Trent could not double team people. It wasn't crazy. We got it. our third preseason game last year, two years ago. I think we played, but not 2020, but like one of our first games we played together, we had an outside zone together, and we are, the defensive end was outside the numbers and like the linebackers on his back 10 yards down the field. And literally, as soon as that happened, every team after that, every time that me and Trent lined up on the same field, they put a, like a D tackle, a D end, and an outside linebacker on the line of scrimmage. So everybody wow. single blocks. And like, hey, kudos to them. Like, that is definitely a way to get rid of the double team. But, like, every time I get a lineup next to Trent Williams, because I believe I'm the best in the world at run blocking, and which, right, that is, is, especially my offense. And when I get a lineup next to Trent Williams, who's the best in the world at his position, hey, it makes my life a whole bunch easier. And then you also got McGlinchey on the right side, who is also a top five, top ten run blocking offensive lineman. Right. You put us together, like, hey, you can run in either direction. You can dominate people. So, like, and especially in our offense. Like, but when you line up next to Trent Williams, I am 99.9% confident that all I have to do is not get stepped on and I'm going to succeed in my play. <laughs> well, first off, Tony Gonzalez feels that same way. He feels like you're the best tight end in football and he loves you. He loves I it. Love love. Well, that's yeah. just, hey, we have that John Embry. We have that John Embry, man. Right, 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 right. It's, it's different for top, but the, the John Embry is a little different for that, but whatever. I, I digress. I got to ask Tony how Embo coached him. Like, was he hitting the sub before practice? Because I don't think so. I don't think so. I do. I could ask him and I'll text you. Yeah, but I would say no. He was not hitting the Oh, my goodness. So, about the Joker tattoo. Yeah. I need to hear all about it because I've seen it and I love it and I know you and I want them to know you too. Which ones? I just got. I just got Hobbs from Calvin and Hobbs. I just got that one done this summer. Yes. Yes. 
Tell me the meaning. You got to have meaning behind these things. I do. I have uh, each one is like a special part of me. Like I'm a child, you know that. Sure, I like I to play. I like to enjoy myself. Uh, Calvin Hobbes is actually that's why I, I kind of taught myself how to read reading these comics growing up. Like I read the sun, yes. I read the funnies every single day growing up, basically until I went to college. Yes. Uh, but Hobbes is always like, I'm Calvin. I always like that. I'm Calvin, and Hobbes is my imaginary friend that I keep around with me just yes. to keep the energy light, uh, to have fun, and just remember to enjoy myself every single day. So that was Hobbes. And I know I got the quote from the, I have a quote on it too from the Hobbes says from the comics that says, I suppose we couldn't laugh at things that don't make sense. We couldn't react to a lot of life. And that's kind of how I live most of my life is laughing at things that I don't really understand because I don't know how else to react. Right, right, right. Talking off. about really great players who are children. Talk to me about Nicholas John Bosa, please. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, he, is, he, is a, he is a massive amount. He's just a massive humanity. His quads are the size of my core. Um, <laughs> he is a child. He has this like this bone man routine that he does every single day. He's incredibly, he does all the things to a T. Everything he does is his routine. He does it his way, but he does it at the highest level. But as soon as he's outside of that, He's just like a kid that just wants to hang out. He wants to watch like cartoons. He wants to listen to EDM music and he just wants to hang out with the boys or he just locks himself away in his dungeon and just, you don't hear from him for a couple of days. Right. Like, this whole off season hibernating like a grizzly bear down in his, in his <laughs> elite weight room with, uh, with Joey Bosa down in Florida. And they <laughs> sit down there and hibernate and they come back looking like bigger beasts than they were before, which I, is terrifying. I just cannot imagine it. Like, like they were showing clips of what he was doing in Minnesota. And I was like, bro, this is just unfair for y'all to have to practice against this dude because y'all don't understand him. At least you guys have an elite talent to deal with his elite talent. Like when you don't have that and you're blocking him with tight ends, I'm sure those tight ends were coming up to you after and being like, bro, what the? Yeah. What, what do you do? I mean, like Nick does this thing that no one else has ever done. And like one of my first times ever going to him when he was a rookie, I passed it on him. And he Nick doesn't bull rush a lot in practice because it's awesome. He's like, why would I bull rush? It's a waste of a rep. Like I can bull rush every rep. That's a waste. Like, I'm gonna try something new every single time. Right. I'm like, awesome. I would I appreciate because in my head I'm like, okay, if I'm not gonna get bull rush, and I can be a little bit lighter on my feet, and I don't have to anchor and punch, right? And I go to punch one time, and he just grabbed both my wrists and just pulled me to the side, <laughs> and then went past me, and I just turned around and I was like, oh. Whoa, oh, this guy's guy a rusher, rusher. Yeah, I was like, no one's ever grabbed my wrist and pulled before. And I said, that was new. Uh, well, there goes my whole plan. I'm going to figure something else out now. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, I love going against Nick. Yeah, like, he definitely, like, if you're not 100% on, he wins no matter what. And so, like, I there's not very many people in the league like that. Also, like, he's a guy, like, if Trent Williams isn't practicing, nothing against our backup left tackle, whoever it is. Like, our offense is in for a world of hurt that day if Nick decides to practice hard. Like, Nick's a guy that literally could not practice and still show up on Sundays and be one of the best players in the NFL. I'll also say this, year, I think Nick Bosa is, I want to say, he's probably going to be defensive player of the year. I think he's going to have a shot at being an MVP as long as people give him the flowers. When he when he's out there and he sets a new sack record and stuff, that man, like, I know he's going to get double teams. He's going to get chipped every single play. But he's so good that. How can they? With Javon Kinlaw, Eric Armstead, the kid Drake Jacks, like, how are they going to be able to double him? Like, if you don't double them, Kinlaw, and, and Armstead, your guards are in your lap. No, that's – and, you know, I think all you have to do is put Nick away from Armstead so they can't slide to both of them. You're going to give Kinlaw – whether it's Kinlaw or Armstead, it's going to get two. 
Nick might get a chip, but your other defensive end and your other tackler are each going to have these one-on-ones. And there's not a lot of guys that are sturdy enough to handle Kenlaw. And our other end, for whether it's Drake, whether it's Samson, whether it's Kerry Hyder, those guys know how to rush the quarterback. Kerry Hyder had 10 and a half sacks for us in 2020. Right. I was there. Yeah, you were there. Like we got guys that know how to rush the pass. We got guys that know how to stop the run. And guess what? We have three of uh, some of the best linebackers in football right behind them. And I think our secondary looks pretty decent too. Come on down. Dude. It's, it's almost like you guys are a pretty good team. Some so, would say, sure. Some would say the tight end you. Is it done now? Is that it? Like, is it over with? Like over, over? No, we I mean we have next year coming up, sure. I, I love it. How like is that gonna be an every year thing? Or do you want it to outlast you? Like, what do you want from that? What do I want from it? Um, I would love for it to outlast me. I'd love to be a part of it as long as I can be. Um, I think it's fantastic. We grew from 49 to 85 tight ends this year. Nice. Hopefully we can continue to grow it to get more and more guys. Um, I want to have it open to everybody. I want to like what's really cool with the new NIL stuff. We could have college guys. So we had three college nice. guys this year. We had an Alabama, a Michigan, and a Notre Dame guy up this year. All guys are going to be good NFL football players. So just to have them, you know, hang out with us, learn a little bit, have Greg Olson yell at them. That was pretty fun. You know, like my my goal is too, like something that we kind of had an idea of. I would not, I want to get some college and high school coaches down and learn how to coach the tight end position correctly because in high school like i think the tight end coach is just like an assistant coach who's never played tight end or done anything his entire life right and nothing against them they're trying their best but like why not bring in coaches like college coaches from smaller tight from smaller colleges or even like big colleges and like learn how the guys that are in the nfl are playing the game today because like hear me out sure like you know how like straight coaches are like kind of in control of your life when you're in college like they, yes. this is your body weight this is what you're going to do this is what you're going to do one yes. of my tight ends showed up, the college guys, and he was touring the, almost 270 pounds, six foot three and a half, six foot four, 270 pounds. And I was like, dude, are you trying to play left guard or are you trying to be a tight end in the league? Because look at you, because he's in this room with all these tight ends, all these NFL tight ends, and he's the heaviest guy by 10 pounds. And I'm, wow. like, I'm like, dude, I weigh 245. Travis Kelsey's 255, 260 max, but he's also six foot six. So that's pretty skinny still for his size. Right. You're six four. You need to be 255 at the most, man. Like, it's, it's speed in the NFL, speed and strength. That's all it is. It's not about how big you are, really. So, I like, just, like, so guys have to understand, like, oh, wow, like, I thought I had to be – because, like, when I was in college, they told me, like, if you're not 265, you won't play in the NFL. Wrong. Like, speed kills. Right. Speed kills, sure. So, like, I mean, like, so I, I want to get more guys around. And I build this brotherhood. And, you know, the cool – my favorite thing is, like, at every single game, every tight end on the field is going to know each other. Yes. And I think that's really cool stuff. That is that is really cool, and that's the most impressive. We tried to do something like that when I first got to San Francisco in 2018. We tried to do a DBU, and uh, DBs aren't tight ends. And uh, there's a little bit more uh, something else there. I don't want to say what it is, but but there's something there that just wouldn't come together in the way that we needed it to come together. But whatever. How how do you not have a Stanford tight end there? How do you not tight end? You is in Palo Alto, and we don't. Have, it's oh. down the street. No. Sherman's wrong. Yeah, I know. He's wrong. Sorry. Sorry, I got a phone call from everybody else in the world, and they agreed with me that you're not. What? <laughs> no, I did have Stanford tight ends there, and they just weren't college, though. So. Like, I had Colby Parkinson. Zach Ertz was there last year. He couldn't be there this year because his wife was having a kid. No, I, I respect my tight ends from Stanford. I do. It's not my fault that most Stanford guys are a little out there. We are 100% out. You're out there. I know, but like you know what you're gonna get from an IO guy. Stanford guys are just you don't know where they're going. Exactly. They're just different. Like there's nothing similar between you, McCaffrey, Zach Ertz, and Colby, 
uh, yes. Solomon Thomas. There's no similarities other than the fact other than the fact they're all just weird. That's what I love. To, that's what I want to hear. I know Stanford's sitting there like, yeah, that's what we wanted. That's what we wanted. These academics. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh. Well, I appreciate you, brother. I don't want to hold you up. I know you got practice to get to and cold tubs and hot tubs. Mm, that I do, sure. Hey, sure not. I got a favorite ass of you. You've got anything you need. Anything? Sick. Any chance you, know you want to come on my family's podcast at some point this year? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Of course. Let me know when. Let me know where. You, you got my number still. I know. I think. I yeah. Let me know when and where, and I'll be there just like this. That's Answering perfect. all the Kindler questions. Uh, that's perfect. I can't wait for my dad to interview you. He's going to have an absolute blast. I love that. I know. Sure. Thanks for having me on, man. You're a king. I appreciate you. You're the king, brother. I can't wait to see you. I won't see you guys until like week 15 in December, but it'll be right around Pro Bowl time for me to hype everybody up and make sure we don't get snubs this year like Kittle was last year with 10 touch. And we here, dog. We here. Thanks yes, for being here. See you, dude. Appreciate you, brother. Love you. Yeah, love you too. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.